One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and I'm using a different microphone, so this is going to sound a little weird. So hopefully it doesn't sound too weird, but we got lots of good news, lots of Model 3 news, some Model Y news, and um, a little bit of Lucid Air news, maybe a little bit of news about the solar roof. Sorry, I'm using a different mic, so it's picking up. It's a lot more sensitive than my other mic. But uh, yeah, this is episode number 38, and I'm super excited to be here. I hope you guys are excited to listen. Uh, let's get started, because I have a lot of stories. Ben Sullins from Teslanomics, he's got a YouTube channel over there. It's really good. You can go to his website, teslanomics.co. He put together some data he scraped from the model3tracker.info website. Uh, and these are the most uh, wanted options for the Model 3. Now it's important that a sample to note that a sample size was about 4,000, which is not particularly large, but it's not you know it's not nothing. Uh, it's about one percent of the total uh, reservations at the moment. So um, what he found basically, and this is all kind of obvious, I think it's obvious anyway, is that most people want the autopilot upgrade and second the battery upgrade and that's in the United States um, in Europe they prefer to have the battery upgrade over the autopilot and in Canada they prefer to have all-wheel drive which all that makes sense and I'm sure if you took all the data from all the reservation holders anybody that was in the northern climates or the colder part of the world where it gets snow they'd want all-wheel drive so that makes sense. Um, again, this is a very small sample size, but if you are a reservation holder, go to the site and add your information to the pool, and it'll just make it that much more accurate. Uh, Tesla hasn't said much about the options or the price of the options, so really this is just at this point, um, it's all kind of speculation. There's on Tesla Info Tracker, they do have, or Tesla Tracker, what is the website? model3tracker.info they do have um, what they think the prices will be for the options and what options they think will be available but since Tesla hasn't done said anything officially it's kind of moot moving on green car reports Stephen Edelstein um, according to an unknown source <laughs> this is funny the model 3 will skip the beta phase and jump right into early release candidate phase from alpha so typically during software development, you have alpha, you have beta, and then you have the release candidate. 
and there might be some small steps in between all three of those, but those are the three major steps. And Tesla is going to skip the beta phase and go to release candidate. Now all this information is based off of a investor report that happened uh, that was supposed to be secret and somebody posted their notes on uh, Reddit. Um, but the, all of this is based off of an anonymous source, so take that with a grain of salt. But uh, Tesla cited really, amongst some other reasons, advanced analytic techniques is why they can skip to the beta or skip the beta and go right to the early release candidate. Um, and the source said that the Model 3, based on the information that they have, should be better than the S and the X when they launched. So um, Tesla has already said the first Model 3s will go to employees, board members, and early investors, and then to buyers who live close to the factory. So this might have some validity. Uh, but it's going to be a huge risk to Tesla because as these cars come out and get into the wild, if for some reason they all start catching fire or have some sort of major problem that's dangerous, it might um, kill the, the people who are currently waiting for the Model 3s. Man, this really hits the hard case. Sorry about that. It might kill the... Um, the reservations for people who are waiting for their car if they know that the, that basically the car has issues. I don't think that hurt the Model X when they had issues with the Falcon Wing doors. Um, I mean, it might hurt them a little bit, but overall I think people were still pretty tolerant and patient. Tesla has a lot of really good... Uh, they've built up a lot of goodwill. So because of that, I think they're going to be fine. And if they skip the beta, it makes sense to me if everything's looking good on their side. I can see why they'd want to do that. It's kind of important to get those cars built. This is uh, from Fred Lambert at Tesla Rati. The Model 3 will only have one 15-inch screen, and that would be in the center console that kind of sits up between the, the dash and where the ashtray would be. It's a little bit higher than the dash. It's only going to have that one 15-inch screen. It's not going to have an instrument cluster or a HUD. This is because the car was designed primarily, according to Elon Musk, to be used as a self-driving vehicle. Uh, currently, we, we don't have self-driving vehicles, so Tesla's currently testing this out. So basically, um, they're using the Model 3, they're building the Model 3 for that self-autonomous driving, but it's not going to be released in July. Autonomous driving is not going to be approved in July because there's regulatory approval. So it'll be interesting to see what they do software-wise to make that 15-inch screen work. And really, anything that you see now pictures-wise, that's not going to be the final, or it's unlikely to be what the final screen and the features and the whole UI looks like. Uh, Fred Lambert again. Pegatron Technology will reportedly build the Model 3 control computers. Uh, normally, this is done in-house uh, by by Tesla. There has been done in-house, but because they have such a large amount of... Sorry for the pop in peace. Good Lord. But because they have such a, uh, a substantial amount of Model 3 orders, they've enlisted the help of Pegatron. Pegatron is an electronics manufacturing company based in Taiwan, and they build consumer electronics uh, kind of like Foxtron does, Foxconn, sorry, does for 
like Apple computers and Kindles and Apple laptops. And I think Apple even has a contract with Pegatron to build iPhones and, and Foxconn builds iPhones. So it's not uncommon that they're based out of Taiwan. Uh, and like I said, the stronger demand for the Model 3 has kind of forced Tesla to outsource this manufacturing. And it makes sense. Let's see. Inside EVs. This is all kind of stuff that Elon Musk has let slip out over Twitter. A lot of it, not not all of it. Um, the, the Pegatron story wasn't one of those things. But Elon tweeted that the right-hand model for the Model 3, which would be the people that drive on the right-hand side of the road, the UK folks, um, and I think the Australians and people who live in Asia, you're going to have to wait till summer 2018 to get your Model 3s, according to Elon. He said he's sorry about the delay, and they're working as fast as they can, but 2018. Uh, this is Tesla Rati, Matthew Hill. Boy, we are burning through these things. See how much time we have. Eight minutes. Holy cow. I had a lot of stories. I tried to boil them down because I thought it was going to take 30. The Model 3 will initially be a rear-wheel drive vehicle, and the dual motors will be available in six to nine months. This is to minimize the complexity at launch, and that makes sense. And I'm going to tell you, like for me, I'm going to wait a little bit for the Model 3 anyway. But the dual motors, that is something that I want in a car. I want the autonomous driving features, and I want the at least one upgraded battery. And I didn't put this in the show. I didn't do this on... I didn't have an article about this, but Elon Musk also said the biggest battery you can get for the Model 3 is 75 kilowatt hours. So I don't know what the smallest is, but I'll probably there'll probably be three if best guess. That's my best guess. And I would probably I'd want the middle one with those other two features, the the dual motors and the um, autonomous driving. And I'm sure that probably gets me about fifty grand for the car. Uh, this is another friend Fred Lambert story. Elon Musk said the solar roof tiles that they announced I think that was in November. They're going to start uh, sales next month. There's still no word on pricing, um, but uh, and you know availability. But I'm sure we'll get that as we get closer to April or into April anyway. The Model Y is still a few years away, which kind of, that kind of bums me out. I was hoping they would build the Model Three and then get right on the Y, because for me that would be a, a better car for my family. Um, but it's still a few years away. Well, that's okay, because like I've said a million times, we just bought a new car, so, and we have two fairly new cars, so it's going to be a little bit before we we buy another one anyway. It's okay for me, maybe not for other people. Uh, software 8.1 for the Teslas is set to be released uh, March 28th or 29th, which is coming up here. Today's the 24th. 8.1 has been delayed for a while now. And Elon Musk said the team was trying to improve Autopilot 2.0. So when, if whether Autopilot 2.0 or Software 8.1 releases, the other one will come soon after. So they'll have parity. So that's the reason why for the delay. So hopefully it'll just kind of all come at the same time, Autopilot 2.0, as well as 8.1. 
And wow, this is our final story. So our final story tonight is the Model S versus the Lucid Air. Last week we talked about how, and this is another from the Teslanomics um, guy, Ben Sullins, I think that's his name. Uh, he compares the Model S 60 versus the Lucid Air. Now, but when he did his video, he didn't know that the 60 was going to be discontinued, but I still think it's a valid thing because the I think it's like another $13,000 for the 75. So, um, but it's, it's valid to compare the two. First, let's just start with the obvious that the Model S is an actual car that you can drive and the Lucid Air is a bunch of promises. Again, I'm a big fan of Lucid Air, but right now it's not a product, it's a promise. So let's talk about range, performance, and price. The Lucid Air uh, base model will go 240 miles, 400 horsepower, and with incentives will cost, in the United States, incentives will cost 52500 The Model S 60 is 210 mile range, is 320 horsepower, real, rear wheel drive, and will cost 53700 So a little less range, a little less horsepower for the Model 3, but they're, they're comparable and a little bit more money. Now, as far as technology goes, the Lucid Air, I'm sure there's a lot more, a lot of other things that are comparable technology-wise, but the Lucid Air will have touchscreens within the line of sight of the driver. The sitter console display displays less critical information and can be retracted when it's not in use. And then the instrument panel, is the, that's the touchscreen the driver has access to because it's easy, it's right there in front of the driver. And there's one display in the back to control like climate. And um, if you buy the expensive one, the seats, the way the seats uh, lean back. Both uh, vehicles have the ability for fully autonomous driving um, ready and they have the over the air update, over the update, over the air updates available for software. Now, it's also important, I think the, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the 60s, the Model S 60s, are a 75 battery that are software blocked to 60. Now, that's an advantage because if you pay a little bit of money, and I think it's like five grand, you can get a 75 battery. Hold on one second, I'm going to cough. <coughs> so that's kind of an important distinction, too, but that's neither here nor there at the moment. We're just comparing what we have here with the 60. Um, in the interior, some of the Model S owners, and I, I, I'll have to agree with them a little bit, say that the Model S is not fancy enough for them. I think the Model S is plenty fancy, but you know I don't drive a $60,000 car on a regular basis, so maybe it's not fancy enough for somebody that can afford and drives a $60,000 car or even more, you know, $100,000 car. But the Lucid Air... Like, it drips opulence and bathes in decadence. Like, it is such a nice interior. It is so fancy. The front windshield is one solid piece of glass that goes up over the roof, and it kind of gives you that airy feeling, which hence the name, the Lucid Air. Um, now, that's for, like, the high-end model. Like, what they've been showing off lately is, is the high-end model. So we don't know what the inside of the $60,000 model is going to look like or the $52,000 model is going to look like. 
So let's not get too crazy because in the end, it could be a, a, as nice as the Tesla, a little bit nicer or a little less because as Lucid, I keep pounding this. I, I, I just keep saying this over and over again. As the Lucid uh, Air continues to, as they go down the road of production, eventually somewhere they're going to have to cut costs. They probably have a car that they want to build and then a car that they can kind of get away with building because once they get into production, there's all sorts of complications and things happen. So it's not going to always go the way you want it to go. So we'll see what the final car looks like. And as far as the availability, well, the Model S is available now. For now, it'll be canceled next month. But for now, the Model S 60 is available now. And the Lucid isn't coming out until 2018 or 2019. And I don't even know if they've broken ground out in Casa Ground yet. So it'll be interesting to see. And that's it. That's the final story. Let's go through um, some stuff. I got a new Nintendo podcast. Uh, it's called Snap, and I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, uh, it won't be released until tomorrow because I'm recording this at 1 o'clock in the morning, on which I guess is Saturday morning now, and I'm exhausted. So I'm going to put this podcast out, and then I'll put Snap out tomorrow. And I'll just update the show notes with the link. So if it's not there when you listen to it, it'll be there uh, sometime tomorrow. But if you want to email me, it's Bodie at 918digital.com. That's B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. Twitter is at 918digital. You can call and leave a message at 918-401-0071, and I'll put your message on the show. So far, nobody's done that. But plenty of people have reached out over email and on Twitter, and uh, you guys have said a lot of nice things, so thank you for that. Um, I have started a kilowatt um, Facebook page, so if you just do a, a Facebook search for Kilowatt Podcast, you'll see articles. Instead of posting the articles on the Kilowatt website that I didn't look at or that I didn't report on or talk about, I've, I've just put them up there on Facebook, and hopefully that'll spur some actual conversation, and I go up there and I visit it to make sure, you know, that everything's looking good. Um, so if you want to participate that way, that'd be awesome. Um, I do the stickers, and a lot of you have been buying, or I'm assuming it's you guys, somebody's been buying a lot of stickers, and I appreciate that because that helps the show continue to roll so I don't have to kind of fund the whole thing myself. And, um, yeah, just leave a review when you get a chance wherever you get your podcasts because that helps. And that's it. That's the whole show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me for the last six months or so. I don't even know how long it's been. Let's see, August, September, October, November, January, February, March, seven months. That's awesome. I am super excited. Um, I'll have to figure out something neat to do on the one-year mark. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm working on getting people, like, guests on the show, so that'll add another element I have one gentleman that I'm talking with, um, and he hasn't gotten back to me yet, but I'm sure he will. He's been pretty responsive, and uh, I've read his blog, and he has some excellent insight. Um, I don't have the the web address in front of me right now, otherwise I'd plug him. But yeah, um, I just want to make the show better. So thanks, everybody, for listening to the podcast. 
Have a great week, and I will talk to you next Friday. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.